February 6th of the year of 2016. Um, Yay! This is our shopping block number 37. Uh, we are going to bring you some amazing news, news this week. We took a break last week. Yeah. Um, I was feeling a little sick, and the weather wasn't all that great to come down here. No, it was bad. Like, so during that week, two of the highways were just closed because yeah. of all the snow and all the traffic. It was horrible. Yeah. So um, we're back, and I miss this. I'm feeling refreshed and miss you too, Johnny. Ready to fucking. Take care, bitch. Why don't you acknowledge my feelings, <laughs> you fucker? Okay. Um, as always, if you're new to the show, whatever, um, not whatever, thank you for, for listening. Um, Losers. Each and every week we bring you news or we bring you uh, otherwise relevant news. Our insane ramblings. Um, yeah, or we talk, uh, we have a bonus blog where we kind of just shoot the shit and uh, talk with each other, sometimes with friends. Um Right now we're having a news block. We're gonna, uh, you know, talk about the news from the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a decent number of stuff going on. Some yeah. trailers drop for sure. Um, Some I'm not very excited about, which we'll get to. Um, but we will start off like we always do. Jay, what have you been up to these last couple? Of weeks? I haven't been up to a whole bunch. I have been writing three movie reviews all at once um, and kind of talk about this off mic just a little bit but essentially before if anyone it probably still fucking comes across the in the menus stuff that we used to do um, when there was more of us and blah 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 the movie reviews I did back then were kind of stream of consciousness kind of insane as, 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 as I said insane ramblings so th- these ones I'm trying to actually make them coherent you're developing and a writing style I'm trying to develop it into something that is more cohesive just to something better because I mean I had a few decent ones and I had a few uh, ones that just kind of got like a quick point across that weren't very long these ones I'm just trying to really kind of go in depth with all the movies I see and I'm trying to do it with these movies Oscar contending like that I've been right. trying, to, trying to catch the theaters. With the uh, Oscars coming up on us real quick here. Really? Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, I haven't had much of a chance to play anything. Like I, Well, like, let me ask you this. What movies have you... Uh, what, movie, what Oscar movies have you seen or what Oscar movies have you not seen yet? So it's just whichever I have, unfortunately, I haven't seen like... Um, a whole bunch. I've only, I have a very I have a very short list of the ones I've seen. I've seen The Revenant. I've seen Steve Jobs, and I have uh, seen. God damn it! There was a third one in there. Um, uh, the Hateful Eight, um, and those are all very spectacular movies on their own. It's just that. Because of the city I live in, we don't really get a lot of those Oscar-contending flicks. And because of my job, I don't really have a lot of time to go to the movie theater anymore. Because right. the best time to go see those, because they have them run in the middle of the week for some reason, and they only have them on uh, for very short Pretty periods early, of time. Early in the morning. Yeah, and like they only have them, they have them not as long as a run. Like say you know any other regular movie would have, right? Which sucks. It's no Star Wars. It's no Star Wars. Obviously, they're no Star Wars. But um, yeah. So uh, I'm trying to get that stuff done, and I'm also maybe just trying to finagle a way to kind of just go see those in other theaters, other than the one that's closest to my house or whatever. But 
other than that, like, I haven't been playing much. I haven't really been able to touch any video games for a very long time now. I'm starting to get depressed because of it. I really want to start playing more games again. It's just... Like, by the time I get home, it's dark outside, and I'm just, I don't want to do anything anymore. I just kind of want to sit down and fall asleep so I can wake up at 4 o'clock the next morning and go to work again. But um, other than that, like, movies, I've, I've added some new movies to my uh, to my collection. Um, I got uh, Singing in the Rain. Um, it's, one of, it's one of the only musicals I really like, and it's awesome. Gene Kelly is a fucking beast when it comes to so, dancing. So it's been uh, raining a lot in California lately. Have you been? Hey, it's kind of kind of kind of like running out to the nearest light post and like swinging yourself around. No, because like I know what a glorious feeling. You're having to shut up, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth. Um, let's see. I also got uh, Ghost in the Shell and uh, Blade Runner. I also bought Bronson and uh, Black Swan, which I just watched again not too long ago. And yeah, been adding, been slowly adding some movies to my. Uh, to my uh, giant collection of movies. actually it's kind of a small collection as you know I don't go out and just fucking buy movies willy nilly I just movies stick, I stick know the ones that I'm you gonna, gonna watch, watch over and over, and over again, again. you know and actually sense. I watched Invisible Man too like earlier in the week it was kind of holds up Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, like effects-wise, you know, obviously not, but I still like it. And you know, I fell asleep watching it though, and woke up. It was like two o'clock in the morning. So sometimes that's like the best sleep you can have. It's just like sleep. when you don't expect it or want it to happen. You're kind of like if you're watching a movie, you just fall asleep. You wake up and like it's been over for a while, and you're just like, well, all right. <laughs> yeah, you feel like, a little like you're, you're not like, we'll mad. So you're not mad. Like, yeah. It's just kind of like, all right, that's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna go to sleep now, and then that's it. It's been a very slow, boring week for me. Very, very slow, boring week. What about you, Johnny? What have you been doing? Um, much of nothing. Um, I've been playing Tropico Five. <laughs> very exciting lives we live. Yeah, I've been playing Tropico Five on my computer. It's all right. More Tropico. Love being El Presidente. I have, I have never heard of this game. It's sort of like a city builder, mm-hmm. but you're on an island. So you're kind of running an island. Sims Island Edition. Sims City sort of, Island Edition. Sort of like that, yeah. Except you play, uh, your character is called El Presidente. He's just says, trying to get that Latin market. Yeah. They obviously got you. Yeah. It, it works. <laughs> I like it. It's fun. Um,. Other than that, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Rainbow, Rainbow Six Siege. How's that been um, treating you? Been all right. The I bought the season pass for Rainbow Six Siege on accident. <laughs> so, <laughs> on accident, yeah. So you dropped how much money for that season pass on accident? Twenty bucks. Okay, that's not nearly as bad as I thought. Because the game was on sale, but I didn't know it was on sale when I went to go buy it. So I saw that it said like 60 something and I was like, all right, that's the one I want. Clicked it, bought it, and then it said game in season pass. Like, you know, like as I was like downloading it and I was like, oh, fuck. And then especially to find out that like the season pass, you don't fucking need it at all because they're offering everything out to players, all operators, all maps for free. I mean, you have to pay for it with in-game currency, but you know, 
very upsetting. Oh, Johnny. And I fucked up. You stupid, stupid asshole. I know, but I, so I've been playing that, and I've been playing with the new operators. They're pretty fun. One of them I don't really care for. One of them is uh, Black... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um, they're like uh, Canadian Special Forces people. Goddamn Canadians. They're fucking like jackets. So everyone else is in like black and tactical gear and shit, and they're all like swooped up. And these two people, these two new operators, are in like white puffy coats with like winter camo. Yeah. I'm like, these people stick out like sore thumbs. I don't want to play as them. <laughs> Um, but on the attacker side, you get one that has a uh, shotgun underbarrel attachment for your rifle. Cool. Um, and then the other one sets is a defensive character and sets up these uh, floor mats, mm-hmm. which have like a essentially a bear trap in them. Yeah. So whenever people walk on them, they instantly get downed. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Okay. I've been fucking getting people with that. Like, <laughs> I was playing and I was defending an objective in the basement, and I set one of those mats right above me where I was defending. And I hear it go off, and I just look at the roof and start, like, or the, not the roof, but the ceiling of the, like, mm-hmm. uh, of the floor I'm on. And I just start unloading with this shotgun, and I killed the dude from the bottom floor through the ceiling. Nice. Pretty awesome. Pretty that that's some action movie shit. Right pretty there. glorious moment. <laughs> and that's the highlight of Johnny's week and life so far. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think I've really been doing too much. I don't think I've watched too many movies. Um, Ann and I have been rewatching Lost. Yeah. We're like halfway through season three. Yeah. Which is about the point where it's just like, eh, this where is everything starts crazy. getting crazy. Yeah. The fog monster, the polar bear, and then time travel through this mysterious well and yeah, the whole thing is fucking. It had, like, I think at the end of season three is where it just wraps up and gets real crazy. Yeah, actually, you know, speaking of which, I, I was rewatching uh, Futurama, um, and I am already on the Comedy Central seasons, uh, season six. Just kind of letting that autoplay. Yeah, just kind of letting the autoplay, and I'm going like, okay, this happened a lot quicker than I thought, and so it's. Yeah, it's been nice kind of going down. Even those seasons aren't bad, though. They're not bad, but like I'm just kind of surprised. As strong as some of like overall, yeah, as as some of the other ones, but they still have like solid episodes in there. Oh no, they're they're it's still good. It's just that I was surprised that I already got there. I barely started watching it like a few weeks ago, and I'm like, okay, I'm already here. Yeah, this is kind of sad because now I'm going to end up finished watching it and then I'm going to have to go find something else to watch. That's always the problem with Netflix. I'm like, um, this is great and I really enjoy watching it. My problem is I don't want to have to go through that decision-making process where I want to figure out what I'm going to watch next. Exactly. It's always a problem. That always bugs me. It always, it always takes me like a day of like fucking around and like clicking on shit I don't even want to watch reading the description watching 10 minutes of the first episode and then you're like no and then yeah it's exactly what it is yeah moving on let's move on let's move on to our news Joey um so we actually had a number of things happen in the gaming world um announcements of things um 
pretty much just announcements and speculations. Mm-hmm. No real big game releases as of yet. Um, but one of the first things that happened, and it happened a little bit after we uh, finished recording um, our news block like two or three weeks ago, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Joey. Yeah. How do you feel about them? I like... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I remember watching the cartoon series when I was a kid. I've recently have kind of been looking through their old comics, like the IDW stuff, and then trying. I'm gonna go buy the uh, big one and two, three volume uh, original black and white comic book that started the whole thing. Yeah. Um, over at Barnes and Noble, if they still have it, hopefully. Um, so I like. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Michael Bay can go suck a dick because those movies are horrible and he knows it, but he doesn't stop making So what if I told you there's going to be a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game? Is it going to be like Turtles in Time? Like like the one we used to play at Chuck E. Cheese when we were kids? No. The old beat-em-up? No? Okay, then. Well, it might be beat-em-up style. I don't... They haven't really showed too much. But there's going to be a new game. That's what I'm getting at. And... There was uh, leaks before it was announced, but um, they officially announced it. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. Uh, it's going to be made by Platinum Games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like a cel-shaded kind of art style to it with the hard black lines and everything. You know, that's the one. Like, There was a game that came out like, a couple generations ago that had the exact same style and it was a beat em up and it was garbage yeah this one looks a little more hopeful um but it's hard to tell they haven't actually showed any gameplay of it um any like long-standing gameplay they've had like little bits of gameplay in that trailer but it doesn't look too bad it gives me a little bit of hope that this might actually not be a completely shitty game the one problem i have with this though is platinum games also made that legend of Korra game garbage yeah garbage like and like there was an avatar game before that too and it was also fucking shovelware too it was it was i kind of have a feeling that tmnt has been just cursed with bad games i can i don't really see it happening uh anytime soon like that they're gonna be better like i said i'm a little bit hopeful um they've got all kinds of uh weird characters in it and uh i don't know it looks nice so hopefully hopefully it's not disappointing but um it's supposed to be releasing in june i believe it's kind of soon here um what's supposed to be released on it is supposed to be a uh, Xbox One, PS4, PC game, I'm assuming. Okay. Kind of looking at some stuff, like at least some image stills, and it's like... Uh, not horrible. No, yeah, I mean, I think the art direction is there. Like the way um, Bebop looks. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a matter of we got to see a little more gameplay from it, but I don't yeah. think it looks bad. Um... We had a trailer drop for Detective Pikachu, um, which will be a fun little detective Pikachu game. <laughs> no real way to describe that other than just, yeah, it kind of is what it sounds, a break from the normal Pokemon formula. Well, I mean, like, they've been kind of known to do that every once in a while. I mean, there's been different types of games coming out 
I mean, like not recently, but like in the past, there's been some, not a whole bunch, like Snap and fucking. I want to say there's been a few more, but that Snap's probably the only one I know of. Yeah, it, it, so. it just. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a not a full retail game, downloadable only. Mm-hmm. Um, cheap enough to where it's it like sounds a, very Japanese. Yeah, like like insanely Japanese. Yeah, but it, it looks like it could be some fun. Um, I don't think there's been a official Western release announced for it, but no. it's only a matter of time. Yeah, it's one of those things where why would you spend the time making this game and not get it to every possible person you can get it to? Because it's very Japanese, right? <laughs> and they're gonna keep it in Japan. I mean, I mean, Japan's been known to do that, and certain games they've they've been known to just not release wide outside of Japan because they don't feel like it would gel with other audiences in other countries. Yeah, but this is a Pokemon game. Doesn't matter. The franchise power is too strong to not release it. Oh, I mean, like, they did it with Final Fantasy. Like, Final Fantasy has been... I'm, I, I would... Even, I would even though it was a huge success Pokemon here in the United States. more popular than Final Fantasy. Yeah, but still, though, at the time, before... Pokemon was a thing, Final Fantasy was still pretty big, and it was a huge hit here in the United States, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's not, it's not outside of them to, like, not fucking do something like that. Like I said, I, this is definitely something that seems like they would uh, localize, but, you know, obviously that's not going to be for a little bit. It's localization. It yeah. take some amount of time. Yeah, sure. Um, it's just kind of nice to see him do something different, though. It's kind of funny, though. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely it's, weird. And I feel like, I don't know, I've just been so used to hearing uh, Pikachu have this very, like, he talks in high sounding voice. He right? talks. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite newses, newses. Some of my favorite news, <laughs> rephrase. The plural of news. Um, <laughs> Uh, some of my favorite news that we're going to talk about is they announced uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. What? Yes. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what? I would say that's a really strange choice, but the Lego games have been actually kind of good. Whereas yeah, like, and, and straight and up so, Star so Wars one, games have not been. So, so Marvel's uh, Lego game just came out, I believe, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Real, like just real close to this uh, when we're recording this. Um, but the reviews for that have been lukewarm. Yeah, like they pull audio from the movies, but only of the people that could get permission to do so. And they straight pull the audio, so sometimes there'll be other background noises that they couldn't strip from the audio. That just sounds lazy. Yeah, exactly. With this one, it definitely seems like they're putting a little more work into it because I believe John Boyega had uh, tweeted out about like being in studio recording for mm-hmm. uh, this, and that makes sense. Why would you possibly? Why would you taint either Star Wars or Lego games with this? Right? Like, yeah, I'm gonna go all out. Um, 
they are going to be including some stuff that bridges the gap between uh, episode six and episode seven. There's uh, supposed to be some kind of uh, talking about how C-3PO gets his uh, red arm. Yeah. So they're supposed to dive into that a little bit. Okay. So... Okay, so I'm assuming that this is going to be canon then, in some aspect. To, to some extent, yeah. So I kind of I would love it if the official canon is like so. For some reason, everyone turned into Legos, like for like a, for about like 20 years in between in between episode six and episode seven. That'd be great. The trailer was great. They cut. They essentially made a. A Lego styled copy of like the first teaser trailer. Mm. So it starts off with um, John Boyega popping up out of the snow, out of the snow, out of, out out of the, the desert, yeah. right? And he's all sweaty and everything. Um, but there's an alarm clock that wakes him up and he like throws it off and he starts walking off. Then it cuts to BB 8. Little Lego BB-8 is the fucking cutest thing I've ever seen. Even cuter than regular BB-8. Yes, and he he's rolling across the sand, and it's that scene where he's like rolling across, and there's just like a sandscape and like a fence behind him. But he runs into a sandcastle, so he just kind of gets all flubbered and falls over. <laughs> then it shows. Um, one of the ships with the stormtroopers and all standing in line, there's like a, that flickering light kind of mm-hmm. effect, but it just kind of cuts away or it cuts back a little bit, and there's just like a stormtrooper in the back playing with like the uh, light switch. <laughs> Someone throws like a helmet at him. And then um, it shows the part with the X Wings and Oscar Isaacs and the mm-hmm. X Wings, and they're like flying over the water. Anyways, it's rain or like the water splashing on his uh, X-wing, so he tries to turn on the wipers, and it's shot from like like the same camera angle as yeah. so it's from in front of the uh, thing. So he's like messing with some switch, and it turns on the cantina music, and he messes with another switch, and it um, turns on the wipers, and then it just continues. Like he like does another one, and like some toast pops up, and then like his tracking <laughs> computer comes down, and then he gets like sucked down and like pushed up, and then they. Like there's some guy fishing in the water as the X wings go by, so he gets pushed <laughs> into the water and everything. Um, it is a fun trailer. I mean, it makes that me sounds pretty cool. For it. At the very end, the Lego BB comes out and gives a little like lighter thumbs up thing. Yeah, it, 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 it would make sense that they would kind of do this because. The Star Wars Lego sets have always been like the best selling Lego sets, and they've always been the coolest ones too. So, and like the Lego games by and far have been pretty decent. Um, whereas just actual Star Wars games, for the most part, that aren't you know nice to the old Republic or like any other RPG set in the same vein, have never been that great. Like the Force Unleashed was kind of forgettable at best. So, um, I would assume that the uh, turnaround on these Lego games isn't extremely fast. Mm. So that would make me think that this has had to have been in the works for a little bit. Yeah. Obviously, they're not going to be making a game from the start of December to the end of... Because this is supposed to come out like in June, July as well. So in like six months, five, six months or so. Um, I really doubt the turnaround rate is that quickly. Yeah. So it makes me think they've been building uh, up to this for a little bit, which makes me wonder if this kind of stuff has been like written into contracts 
for these characters because one of the reasons why they had such a problem with mm-hmm. the Avengers one is because there's so many characters that are trying to get okay to pull like audio from, yeah. not even to get in studio and record, but you know, um, even just to use their likeness at all, right? Would be the hardest part. Yeah, so I'm wondering if there's some kind of uh, contract written for these uh, people beforehand. Like, at least for the main characters, right? To get them in there and be like, hey, you're going to do these movies. You're going to sign you up for, you know, three movie contract for these movies. Uh, you're going to have to do these Lego games or, like, these games that we're planning on doing, right? I'm wondering if that stuff built into the contract so it makes it easier and we can have a better experience. Because mm-hmm. so I, w- I, I definitely feel like if they're in studio recording stuff for this game, I'm going to feel a lot happier than if they're just pulling audio clips from the movie. Yeah. Because sometimes that w- it's weird when, I don't know, like it's just like a pulled clip from the movie. Like, it was like, cause you the Jurassic tell. Park one, yeah, did it as well. And it was just like, there's like a weird, like with, especially with Jurassic Park, that movie is how old now? The original Jurassic Park? Yeah. It came out in 1994. So 22 years? Yes. 20, 21 years, 22 years. You'd be like 22. Um, you can definitely tell. Yeah. The, the, audio like, quality, the audio cutting in that movie is a lot worse than it would be if they recorded today. Yeah. So. Also, I mean, you can kind of just recognize, like, kind of like, okay, this does not sound like someone was in the studio actually talking. Right. Or like, this sounds like, you know, it has the beats of being a line from a movie. Yeah. Not being something that's actually kind of read aloud with the, either the same script or a new script. Right. You know, and it kind of takes you out of it a little because then it's like, well, I might as well just watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. So this makes me excited. Hopefully, um, hopefully they do right by this. Um, even if the reviews are super shit, it's a bad game. I'm still going to get it because Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, obviously. Yeah. Plus, I want to be able to play Johnny's as, like, Star Wars I want to right be able now. to play as BB-8 and then... Dirty Jakku BB-8. And I think that's one of my favorite parts about the Lego games, just like all the different like costumes they have yeah. in the same character. I'm excited. Um, on to cool. less exciting news. Well, still pretty exciting, I would say. Legendary game series, the Mother series. Yes. Um, known in the States as Earthbound. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you played Smash uh, and played Smash, if you played Super Smash Brothers, um, you're aware of who Lucas is and Ness, right? You're aware of who Ness is, but Lucas, um, if you always kind of looked at that game and been like, oh, who is that?" I thought Lucas was in Earth, was in Earthbound Two. No, because there's never been an Earthbound Two. No. It, um, Earthbound Japan had Earthbound too. They Earthbound or Mother Two. Mother Two was Earthbound One. 
What? Yes. So is this one of those weird like Zelda type of timeline things that's no. all like gnarly and no? It's uh, so there's three mother games. There's mother, mother yeah. two, and mother three. Uh, mother two came to the states and became Earthbound. Yeah. So they okay. uh, and then there was Mother One, which they just released last year as Earthbound Beginnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first time it's ever been localized or translated and officially released. Okay. And then Mother Three would be Earthbound Two. Anyways, Lucas is from Mother Three slash what would be Earthbound Two, but it's never That's officially okay, been released in the states. Uh, it's been pretty easy to get a hold of and play. People have like gone and translated the whole thing. And if you've got a computer, you can go and play it pretty easily. Um, at some point, I believe the people who translated it even offered Nintendo the translation was like, you guys can have this and actually release the game. <laughs> and Nintendo just told them to go fuck themselves, right? And, uh, I don't know if they ever got back to them, but... Um, there's a lot of speculation that they're going to release it for the 10th anniversary of Mother 3 here in the States. Okay. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it looks, I, graphically, it's better than um, Earthbound. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot better, but it's still got that nice aesthetic of being like a nice pixelated kind of looking game as opposed to, you know, yeah. trying to go into that 3D room. I remember playing part of Earthbound, the first Earthbound. Yeah. But I never actually had a chance to actually sit down and play all these games. Yeah. Which sucks because they've always, they've always good, interested it's me. It's a fun game. Um, the, there's always those weird, like, kooky characters you could fight. And, mm-hmm. um, in Mother 3, there's dinosaurs. Dinosaur. So, this is an obvious choice, Nintendo. Yeah. If this is just speculation, then it's definitely... I really hope that they kind of get this shit together and put it out. But there's a pretty strong, I guess, word slash speculation that it will be coming out this year. So, that's pretty exciting news. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I got on here? Um, Bethesda confirmed that they will be back at E3 this year. Okay. Um, I think uh, when they had their last conference last year, we talked about it, and we were wondering if there would that would be it, if they would only have the one conference. But it seems like they're going to do two, and probably three and four going into the future, you know, continue doing these conferences. Um, Spoiler alert, I don't think that they're going to announce, like, the next Elder Scrolls game or anything. Um, <laughs> okay. But they're definitely going to talk about Dishonored. Yeah. Um, Doom will have just come out after this, so they might announce DLC mm-hmm. uh, things there. They'll probably talk about Fallout DLC there. Um, either way, it should be you know a solid little conference. It's going to be the same time slot it was uh, last year Sunday Sunday night. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of Bethesda, uh, they officially released a Doom campaign trailer. Yeah, that's right, huh? Um, holy shit. So it looks fucking gnarly. So Doom has just always been known for over the top gore and just 
very like quick, quick like shoot, shoot, like jump and kill things and like you know be all over the place. Um, Doom three, I think, was a vastly different approach because there was a lot of like corridors with like they definitely tried to go like for that. the horror element of everything. Um, but this one definitely seemed more of like a return to like original Doom, just kind of like mm-hmm. faster paced action. Um, this trailer is fucking bonkers. Like the, I can't even like begin to describe it. Um, most of it shows off a lot of like the melee kills. Yeah. He rips off the horn of a demon and stabs it into its eye. Yeah, and it was just so like, nuts. Ripping faces off and like the end of that trailer has you getting killed by a demon and he pins you on the ground and tears your legs yeah. off. Whoa! Like this, like, this game is gonna be fucking intense. And you see how many enemies are on the screen um, during some of those cuts. There's yeah. 15, 20 enemies on the screen. That's exciting. I know. Like I've been really looking forward to this game. Like these kinds of games are always kind of like the ones I really, really love. I mean, especially since Wolfenstein was so fucking great. You know? Yeah. And. You know, the new blood was awesome and everything. And these kinds of games, I kind of really like to see these video game video games come kind of make this cool comeback. Because yeah. like now, like you, you finish games relatively easy. You know, you don't. It's almost an afterthought to finish a game, right? These ones, it's all like, okay, as you progress on, it definitely gets, it ramps up the difficulty more, and it definitely, it definitely doesn't really hold your hand all that much, and sometimes, you, you know, you, you play through a sequence like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in order to finally beat it. So, I really like the fact that, you know, we're kind of going back to that style of, you know, like you have to kind of earn it's gonna your be, way through it's, this. Hopefully, it's going to be like that kind of brutal where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to die a couple times and figure out like the correct strategy for this or just kind of change up my tactics where I might be choosing to like use a certain gun the whole time. Well, that's not working, so I'm going to have to switch to a different gun and like try and yeah. move around the environment differently and whatnot. I think uh, that's always nice to have those kind of options and having a game like force you to do something other than you're comfortable with. Yeah, that's always for the most part. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, Finally, um, I need to talk about this game because um, by the next time we record, it will be out and I will have already been playing it. So I just wanted to hype it up before that. Uh, Far Cry Primal. With this looks pretty cool. Is brutal in a different way. Yeah, I've always been um, fascinated with uh, things like uh, medieval warfare and like having to fight with swords and shit mm-hmm. and anything where it's like very close to someone. If you're gonna like fight him, um, you know. Guns are great and all, but there's just something that feels like so personal about like yeah. you know engaging in someone so close, and that seems like what this is going for. I mean, it seems like you'll have a bow and arrow, but a lot of it will be just a fucking club and running in and like bashing people's heads in. Yeah, I remember seeing the E3 trailer for this, and I thought it was this. A lot of people were kind of like 
second guessing it and almost but I really like the direction they're going with in this because there's only so many times you can sneak around and kill somebody with a gun or a crossbow or some something like that to where it all kind of just bleeds together yeah you know and it just seems like it's just a really cool take on the whole thing I mean like hunting in the you know in the stone age like as, as like the E.T. trailer kind of showed it was yeah. that's just like one of the coolest ballsiest ideas I have seen so far for sure it's one of those things where obviously we can't even begin to imagine how crazy it would have been to have been like one of those primitive man uh, hunting a, like a woolly mammoth or a saber tooth tiger yeah. or something like that you know but damn it if this won't like kind of like at least make you think about it yeah mm. Uh, at least I feel like there will definitely be plenty of points where I will get mauled by an animal and it won't be very happy no um, experience mauling in the safety of your own home <laughs> um, they released a live action trailer uh, this last week um, I don't know I just kind of like the way it was uh, shot yeah um, it starts off with um, the sky and like a maybe like near future kind of military outfit like full armor with like a HUD uh, helmet and everything Mm -hmm. and he's running through and he hides behind the car and then um, he like comes out from behind the car and all of a sudden he's like on a beach in World War II like storming a beach Mm -hmm. and he's just kind of confused as to what's going on his gun is jammed he's like freaking out and as he's going and shooting he's like running and there's like a something hits in front of him there's like you know a big old puff of something and as he comes out he's like in uh like revolutionary war like colonial Mm -hmm. colonial clothing yeah just in the middle of the battlefield and people are like dying around him and he's in the middle of that and he's uh shooting and running and then um all of a sudden he's like in a kind of medieval war setting because he gets shot in the colonial one mm-hmm. and as he gets shot he comes out with it and there's an arrow in his, yeah. in his thing and all of a sudden he's got like a crossbow and then finally it turns to him like just being up against a saber tooth tiger and he doesn't have a gun with him or any kind of like projectile weapon he just yeah. has a club I thought it looked cool I like, nicely shot trailer. that's pretty cool that's, like, that sounds pretty dope. I haven't seen it yet, though. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this game. Um, I think it's kind of one of those very big first releases um, of this year. Yeah. Um, we've had you know some little other releases that are definitely worth playing so far, but um, yeah, I feel like it's kind of going to be that first, I don't want to call it a AAA title, but you know... At least, at least the first uh, like more of like an established franchise yeah. kind of thing. Um, so definitely the next time we record, which will be probably about a month from now, um, yeah, I'll definitely be talking about it. But I just want to say, excitement, awesome! It looks great. I'm fucking excited! It looks pretty cool. Um, let's go and take a, a quick break here, and we will be back with some movie news. Exciting stuff happening in the movie world. Yeah, and then um, we're going to get out of here, but before that, um, let's take a quick break. So 
we're back, Joey, and movie news is next on the chopping block. <laughs> movies, movies, movies. All right, Joey. So, what kind of a great movie news do you have this week? All right. So, the movie news you set up for me. <laughs> um, we're gonna start things off with trailers. There's been a bunch of trailers released. Yeah. Um, now let's go with a real like with two of movies that I think are complete garbage. Um, Suicide Squad trailer and the Wonder Woman trailer. I DC would, I would agree. I would, with one of those statements, I would agree with you. What, what we've seen of the other, I would have to argue with you. Okay. And maybe you can guess which one I'm talking about. Maybe you can't. I'm thinking uh, you're probably thinking Suicide Squad's not the complete garbage one. Wonder Woman's going to be the complete garbage one. No. Okay, because I've only I haven't bothered to watch these trailers, as everyone should know. I'm sick of these fucking superhero movies for the most part. Uh, there's very few I'm even looking forward to. I'm not even actually. I can honestly say I'm not looking forward to anything superhero related. But when it comes out, there's ones I'm gonna see. And what about that? Definitely not gonna see. Those, that's the only one that I have any actual hype for. And it comes out like next week. Yeah, I know. Like Valentine's Day, I'm fucking looking forward to it. That's the only one because it's Reynolds will be a date on Valentine's Day. Yeah. How cute. Fuck, if I could score a date with Ryan Reynolds, it's like, man, bitches need to step their game up. Um, but, but yeah, so we had a another Suicide Squad trailer come up. Sets of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. And Johnny actually had kind of a good take on it. Like, you said you weren't either sure if you liked like I said, I, I don't know how I felt about the first... I don't even know how I feel about this movie, but I like Queen. So setting that trailer to Queen may be like, oh yeah, I like this trailer. But I like looking back on it, like after I'd finished watching, I was like, wait, did I actually like that because the trailer was cool, or did I like it because they set it to Queen? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it makes me think if you like stripped the Queen. song from it and just had me watch the trailer, I feel like I wouldn't care for it all that much. Yeah. Um, we definitely got uh, glimpses of the Joker in there, mm-hmm. and I definitely feel less bad about the Joker now. Uh, I don't know. Don't say until you've watched it. But I'm going to say a lot of shit about it. <laughs> I definitely feel a lot better than that first... That first trailer. That first picture we saw of yeah. the Joker, you know. Um, he definitely seems crazy, and just like the Joker should. Um, I guess so. The interpretation of the Joker changes with each writer on the comic book. I mean, before the Joker was just legitimately like a criminal mastermind who just wanted to do whatever he wanted or whatever he thought was a good time. And then, you know, now he's supposed to be some weird fucking scene kid who fucking has anarchistic tendencies or some bullshit and cuts himself. I don't know. It just seems really fucking lame, this this take on the joke. Like I said, it, it doesn't seem like that. Okay. Well. Uh, it's definitely worth watching a trailer for. It doesn't seem like he's just like moping around and just being like, eh, I'm the Joker. Bitch. I mean, like, I mean, we gotta admit that, the, that Batman and the Joker at least want to fuck each other. I mean, like, they they would not be in the situation if they didn't. Some kind of Freudian thing. In there. You know it. You see, everyone knows it. This has been like a popular theory in the Batman community for years that essentially they're gay for each other. I just assume that they they are one cannot exist without the other. And I think that's been like so many a good times versus before. evil kind of thing, like a yin and yang kind of a thing. Like they keep each other balanced. There, there, there was another. There was like a. 
a what if story or something like that or an alternate universe story where legitimately like like the like Batman retired or he went into hiding he's just gone and then the Joker just stops and then uh, yeah I mean that would make sense I feel like one of the reasons yeah. the Joker and then as soon as Batman comes out of retirement Joker you know Joker just immediately has a drive to start doing fucked up shit again. Because I feel like he wouldn't even care if there wasn't, like, that person playing off of him. Yeah. Like, obviously, he can fuck with uh, the Gotham Police Department all day, but, you know, yeah. it just... Do you feel like... Batman is the only one that gives him a run for his money, so that's the only reason he keeps doing it. Not even a run for his money. It's just he's the only one he wants to, like he wants to bring Batman down in sense in like some aspect, you know, like not even like, huh? <laughs> like he, wants he wants to, to take him down, him down to the bedroom. <laughs> he, he, he wants to get at that apparently, but um, so like the Suicide Squad, it's just I just don't. Zack Snyder has straight up made two movies that are watchable. And that's not even saying a whole lot. The rest of his movies are fucking garbage. And I'm not I'm not you know like holding anything back I'm being as honest as possible uh, like Watchmen was just a scene for scene rip of the comic book it had no artistic value to it whatsoever and no personalization of Zack Snyder on it at all sans the ending and it and it's boring it's boring to watch because I've already read the comic book I love the comic book and I've read it a million times I did not need to go see the movie yeah the watch one was kind of a bad example but the fucking owls movie the one where the, the animated movie with the owls what kind of fucking lame bullshit was that that was weird oh god it was it was horrible uh, sucker punch is just it's a bad movie not good not good at all in any sense of the way and just horribly offensive too the entire time and the only good part about that movie was Oscar Isaac and even then he couldn't save the movie and he's an amazing actor it's just it's, it's, it's just like he just does like his Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead remake was like his first like breakout thing for him and it was not bad it was an interesting take on the whole you know surviving in a mall type of deal but you know it, after, but other than that like if I had to choose between that and the original I'd still watch the original any day and you know to go and say that you know 300 is a great movie is going way too far it's at least a watchable movie I think they I it's think he did cool to look at there that like you know other directors have different definitely taken notes from but yeah overall I don't visually think was, visually wise yes yeah, I don't think there's really a lot there no it's it's just like it's a fun guys, pretty much killing the shit out of everything and like like pretty much just like hey look at look at my dick look at my abs look at my dick that's all it is and it, like it's not like necessarily even a bad movie it's just unremarkable yeah it's just uh, kind of like avatar was just kind of unmemorable overall exactly and you, know? and you know so like that being said like like why is he in charge of all of this whole dc extended universe shit see i don't know um like i said i don't i don't know, I don't know how i feel on this trailer um Especially since I came to that revelation of, like, I don't know if I like the trailer or if I like the music. Um, the movie doesn't come out till August, so we're definitely going to get, a, I'm sure, another trailer before then. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
hopefully that one will kind of tell us what kind of tone this movie is going for. So I feel like the first trailer was very like, this is a serious film. Like and there really wasn't like any jokey stuff in there. This one seemed very on the polar opposite end of that. Yeah. Where it seemed very jokey and very kind of like, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I mean, it just goes against the tone that they're trying to set for the entire universe, which is this serious tone. Yeah, you know, not like almost no jokes, just kind of like being as serious or grim, dark as possible, and. To kind of have that, and by the same director who's been kind of going for that tone, to kind of switch it up like that, you know, when you need a cohesive universe for this kind of stuff, it just doesn't gel. Yeah, it seems like the back, uh, or the not the right horse to back. No, you know, definitely not. Um, the Wonder Woman trailer, I've only seen stills. Not, I've seen so, some footage. So what, yeah, what it was, it wasn't even a full trailer. Um, She's like, you know, kicking the shit out of some Nazis. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking love World War II stuff. World War II stuff is great. This Wonder Woman movie in its entirety looks like fucking garbage. I don't think so. I think it, it, I think it doesn't look bad. And frankly, DC is fucking on top of it as far as like making a movie starring a female character. How long has Marvel been doing this and they haven't fucking even attempted to do anything like this? Okay, well, what DC movie have they made with a female-centric character? With a female-centric... I'm just saying, they're starting their universe and they've only made two movies that are going to be official, like, new DC cinematic universe kind of a thing. They're going with it on three or four. Like, that's... Mm. I don't really think that's, that's going to be saying that. That's not worth like saying that though. It's like it's not. It's not going. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good movie. Just because. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's going to be an amazing movie just because of that. But I think visually it looks nice. I mean, visually, Man of Steel looked nice too. Yeah, and that movie fucking sucks. I'm just not saying that it's going to be super amazing. Just, I'm just saying there's hope there. Well, let's see. Look, I I actually had some legit hope when Man of Steel was announced and when Man of Steel was going to be. Like when the trailer came out, because it looked great, everything cut together, it was super inspirational. Like you know, having you know, uh, Gladiator, you know, narrate over some stuff, over like scenes of you know Superman being all Supermany and shit was pretty cool. And you know, at the very least, was just you know they didn't look horrible. And then the movie happened, and then the movie was horrible. The trailers are designed to look good, right? Yeah, and like I said, this. Isn't even an official trailer, but it gets also me Gal Gadot sucks as an actress. She, she was horrible in Fast and the Furious, and Fast and the Furious is not known for their good acting. That's a horrible movie, though, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, to- but when Vin Diesel can act circles around you. They needed to choose someone who was by by and large better than her for Wonder Woman. Someone who actually looks like they can kick ass. And like if they were really gonna do if you ask me, I feel like she looks like a badass in the film, so mm, ish, oof, or, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I keep on comparing it like comparing to like the ultimate casting which would have been Lucy Lawless back in the day. 
Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Well, having Xena Warrior Princess as Wonder Woman, yeah. hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, she could Best do, casting she choice could ever. Today, and I'd be totally fine. Yeah, if, she, if, if, if she was cast as Wonder Woman today, I'd be like, that is way better than Gal Gadot. And Gal Gadot is just not a good actress. And in all honesty, you can make anyone look like a fucking badass as much as you want. If I mean, like, like in Sin City, uh, fucking the Hobbit kid, Elijah Wood was a complete badass psychopath in that movie, and he, you know, fucking took it to Marv in that movie, and he looked cool doing it. But you know, but it's because he's at least a decent actor who can play off that kind of cold, psychotic kind of look to him. But it's hard to judge someone based on. A fucking movie series that's already kind of bad as it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, like even then, like at least Fast and Furious has some kind of enjoyment value to it. How good was the writing in Fast and the Furious? No, it's not good. Not but very. So, like, and but it was at least enjoyable to watch because I mean, like you're not watching it for the writing; you're watching it for the action. At least when the movie is based off of a comic book, a writing comes into a big portion of it. Right. So if she has good writing, why can't she do good acting? Just because you're just because you have a good script. Like if you have a good script and a bad actor, it's not going to end well. If but you have you a have bad a, script and a good actor, it can some it's like I, that can be saved. She is not a good actress. I we'll see what happens, but I feel like it's way too early for you to be making claims mm-hmm. like that. Like I I want to eat my words. I really want to eat my words. I want nothing but good movies to come out. It's just. I just have a hard time believing that these DC movies are going to be any good in its entirety. I just have a hard time believing that they're going to be any good. We'll, we'll see what happens. It'll be hard to tell until we see uh, I think in all honesty, if Superman come out. I feel like that will really set the tone. and we can That would set the tone. But we will, we can finally on. start talking about these movies after we watch that. Yeah. Um, until then, we're kind of just running on trailers and speculation. I I just I think of you look at people's paths and it's like having seen um what the Fantastic Four reboot would have uh, ended up being that movie was garbage. Right, but um what was the movie he did before that? Uh Chronicle, which I also wasn't a fan of. Wasn't that bad though. Definitely better than Fantastic Four. Yeah. So things can go down, but things can also go up. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, Zack Snyder's done nothing unremarkable or has done nothing remarkable to this point, but this could be it. It could be. The I mean, like, Man of Steel down, was every, supposed to be every bad. every bad movie that comes out brings your hope down, but that doesn't mean that you can't do something great even after all of that. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. Like I'm just keep thinking like Mars Scorsese hasn't made a movie like that though. But you can't really compare the two. When has Martin Scorsese ever done a superhero film? Well, I'm just talking about movies in general. I mean, like, they, but we're, they, if we're talking about superhero movies, right? Like, you I think Mark really Scorsese did, like, did a superhero movie, he'd knock it out of the park. Yeah, I'm sure he would. And just like Spielberg, you know, you can't really yeah. be like, oh, it's just you can't compare Spielberg to someone who just kind of focuses in on a certain type of film. I don't. Know. I don't it's just kind of like I just there's just no reason for me to have any hope. In, in these 
at all. It's just kind of, and it really bums me out because I want to be excited for more movies. And also, I kind of think, like, it's not even entirely, uh, like, DC's fault. I think a lot of the fault has to fall on Marvel, too, for just saturating the market yeah. with so many superhero movies to where, like, every, like, like, a new superhero movie just looks unremarkable at best. And you just kind of look like, oh, well, another superhero movie's coming Ten out. years ago, if you would have shown me the trailer for Batman vs. Superman, Shit. Everyone would be hyped. You'd be like, this movie looks fucking dope as shit. And people are hyped for it now, but I feel like with everything we've gotten from Marvel, it's definitely kind of reset expectations. Yeah. So I feel like even even an okay Batman vs. Super, Superman movie, one that you would give like a 7 out of 10, yeah. still not going to be good enough. Yeah. I think for some reason right now that because like they moved the the uh, I think the release date for Batman vs Superman away from like I think like a release of an Avengers movie or it was Civil War I think it was Civil War that in and of itself the fact that they were willing to back down doesn't speak too highly I mean it's not like it hasn't happened before I mean like but like I mean, but like movies have gone head to head, and some come out on top, and some definitely come out on bottom. Yeah, but I mean, for them, I'm sure they feel confident in their film. But name recognition with Marvel is going to go a lot further than I don't know, man. People are still really hyped off of Batman, and it's Batman yeah. or Superman, and people are still really hyped off of Batman so much that it rivals just as much as Captain America. I mean, it's. I mean, like maybe maybe they both kind of came to that agreement and one was like oh well we can move ours forward we're kind of done with it because maybe maybe they recognize as well that oh hey if we put, yeah, exactly if we put out all these superhero movies really close together none of us are going to come out on top because in the end we're going to end up you know destroying what we've spent so much time building yeah. up, right so let's, let's move on I'm, I'm okay talking about superheroes so a trailer for a movie that looks like it's gonna be one of the fucking funniest goddamn things on the planet. The newest thing from Key and Peele. Key and Peele, Jordan Peele, Keegan Michael Key. Oh my god, these guys are like. So these guys' brand of comedy, I fucking love. The yeah. Key, like Key and Peele on Comedy Central. What? Such a great show. Like okay, so like, I just find that like they're very funny and they're very very funny together. Like yeah. they play so well off of each other. Like mm-hmm. it just that kind of like chemistry. You can't fucking fake that yeah. kind of chemistry. You know, it's not something where you can get these two random actors, comedic actors, and put them in a room and make it work unless there's that like history there. Yeah, I think this this movie just looks the okay. subject of the film. I mean, it, it's the story of the movie. Like some dude goes through a horrible like breakup or whatever. A kitty shows up on his front he door. Gets a kitten, and then his life immediately becomes better again. And then the kid goes missing and the and him and his friend go like on a cross city fucking journey with drug dealers and gang members and shooting people up and, and killing people. people it just makes me think just of John Wick kitten. yeah because right, John Wick yeah. so, so he kind of goes crazy after they shoot his dog and he goes and kills everybody right yeah. um, which 
The actor who played John Wick was Keanu. Keanu yeah, Reeves. Right. So naming this movie Keanu, Keanu is... is... <laughs> <laughs> like, it just... It's going to be hilarious. Right? It's hilarious. I mean, like, it's just, it just looks so funny. I mean, like, I, like, what was again, like, I had to kind of fall back on my point. Like, trailers are made to look good, and comedy trailers, no doubt, they usually put some of the funniest moments in there. But I have enough confidence in Key and Peel just on the just on the way they're able to just kind of just deliver you know uh, like so many good episodes of their show and just like the way they're just always they've always been constantly funny for the most part you know i mean like i think i think my main concern with this is that it was like a sketch and i don't want it to feel like a sketch that's just kind of been just kind of like chugging along in certain yeah. parts. That's the one thing that I'm concerned about. Not that I won't go see it otherwise. Like, yeah. I mean, I am still going to go watch this movie because it is fucking. The trailer is great. Like, I love it. I mean, that kitten with the do rag. <laughs> right? A little they chain. Right? A little chain. That was like one of. Oh my God. <laughs> like, like, just like, I think that's sort of like that, that type of kind of like outrageous comedy that kind of just like come, that just comes out of left field like that works for them. And I'm also hoping that it's like, it's not just like a one long sketch. I think, it, I think maybe when. You know, things start rolling and they start doing interviews for it and they start fleshing it out a little bit more. I think maybe we'll probably see um, some extent of the development of these yeah. characters, but I think just overall, the comedic talent of these guys. And I'm glad, by, that, by I'm glad that they're so quickly doing something after they finish their show on uh, Comedy Central. So I'm glad to see that they are immediately like, you know what, maybe we need to stop the show. But they were like, we need to stop it because we have an idea for this movie that yeah. we want to do so i think i think like these, these guys definitely know what they're doing or at least they are able to seem like they know what they're doing yeah. so these guys are great um so terminator uh all the terminator sequels for this thing so all right so terminator genesis was a movie that happened a little what, while ago it was a movie that happened That's it's a about movie it. that happened and a little while ago it was unremarkable it wasn't that great it Arnold Schwarzenegger was pretty much the only good point of that movie the gal they got to play Sarah Connor was didn't really feel like a Sarah Connor at all like Sarah Connor is supposed to be this really fucking like, like, like at least during that time like she was you know very uh, you know she, you know, was just a waitress, overwhelmed with this whole new situation she's being put into, and has to just immediately just like change overnight and become a soldier. Which, you know, Linda Hamilton effectively portrayed that, and then in, in Terminator Two, effectively portrayed that as well as just being a really hardened woman who knows that the future is at risk. Yeah, the gal they got to play. Uh, you know, Sarah Connor in this just kind of felt like a brat. Like, she wasn't necessarily tough or decisive or anything like that. She just kind of felt bratty and didn't really feel like a good fit for, uh, you know, for for Sarah Connor. And same with the, whoever the, the guy they got to play Kyle Reese. 
didn't feel like Kyle Reese either. He didn't come off as a guy who was savvy and smart, you know, um, you know, and having a fight, you know, a fucking Terminator, a cyborg sent from the future to fucking kill you. He didn't feel like a guy who could at least outsmart and outwit. Um, I just feel like the Terminator. overall, it just. It was not a good movie. Yeah, it wasn't what they were expecting it to do. And I think they planned a little bit too much on like, oh, they want to feel nostalgic this. about this, so they'll go watch it. But yeah. um, underperformed, so the sequels have been removed from the uh, studio schedule. Yeah. So um, very quietly, of course. Yeah. They never kind of mention this kind of stuff, but people just kind of notice that they fall off. Um, pretty much they had planned to do, I believe, like two sequels for this. Yeah. And... Probably not. It's not going to happen anymore. It can be very certain that it's not happening anymore. Yeah, I think Terminator is kind of dead as a series, which is which sucks. You know, like Terminators one and two were awesome. You know, they're some of the best like action movies out there. Yeah, and. Um, but you know, sometimes you just gotta know when to when stop. to bolt them. You know, when to stop. And Terminator is definitely a movie series that should have stopped after Terminator Three. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can try and reboot it, but if it doesn't work, don't continue to make more movies because then you're just gonna continue to put a sour taste in that franchise. Pretty much, and no one's gonna care. No, people will start to resent one, two, and three. Because of the new ones, mm-hmm. if you continue to do that. Right? Exactly. So we're going to lose sight of the original. And I kind of have a feeling that the reason why these aren't so great is because James Cameron's influence is not there anymore. James Cameron was the guy who made those movies, and he's the guy who who made it to where the sequel has to be better than the first. Yeah. You know? The and, top. And, right. Yeah. It has to be topped. Like, the first one has to be topped. And, you know, he definitely did that with Terminator 2. Terminator 2, by, by and large, is definitely like one of my favorite action movies right. ever and uh, you know it, it, sad to see it go but also I'd rather it die a dignified death than having to be just dragged through the mud with like five more sequels you know it, like sequels that just didn't need to happen right so moving on from that to some really big news did you want to wait for this until next week Maybe we shouldn't. Okay, so we have some news, and I'm sure you've already heard about it. But yeah, um, more likely you heard about it. Yeah, um, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, we're having our Oscar prediction and snub talk next week, so it only feels appropriate to talk about it then. Yeah. Um, finally, in the news, I feel like I need to talk about this. I don't know if you've seen this. No, I haven't. Um, so. I believe Warner Brothers owns Hanna Barbera's licenses right now. I think so. Um, so they're rebooting some of these franchises. Um, <laughs> okay. And they're. It's just. It's weird. You gotta. Do, do you have like a list of the ones they are? I'm going to show you the pictures of them in just a second. If I can bring it up. So the, the last like Hannah Barrera thing that really made it out was that weird Yogi Bear movie with Dan Aykroyd voicing Yogi Bear and uh, Justin Timberlake voicing Boo Boo. Um, I can already tell you you're going to be disappointed. Like it's. Um, 
Let me see. So, like, like Hanna Barrera just kind of like, like their most notable things are, you know, uh, the Flintstones, the Jetsons, Scooby Doo, um, to a lesser extent, you know, uh, oh no, like, um, uh, Josie and the Pussycats, um, and then to a lesser extent, like, all the other, you know, ripoffs of fucking Scooby Doo that they did, you know, like, the, like, uh, the, the Chan Gang, uh, and, uh, what was that one with the buggy? Um, Marky like, Racers? No, there was, like, one with, like, a fucking, like, the little buggy talks or whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> what, what was it? It's like Herbie? No. <laughs> and then there was the one with the shark. I can't remember the one with the shark's name. Um, but it, essentially, they're all rip-offs of Scooby-Doo. And Hammer has not been widely known for a lot of originality outside of that, mostly because they, they kind of like just kind of kept reiterating that all a bunch like over and over and over again. And you know, but they have like Huckleberry Hound, and they have uh, shit. I can't remember. Um, there's been I don't know, they have like a slew of characters, a lot of which they don't do anything. So with. I'm gonna name you off. Um, I'm sure there might be like one or two more that might be doing, but these are the big ones they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're rebooting the Flintstones. Okay. Um, they're rebooting uh, Wacky Raceland. I can um, kind of see that. Almost. They're um, rebooting uh, Future Quest. Never heard of Future Quest. This is like they're essentially doing Johnny Quest, but they're calling it Future Quest. Oh, okay. I forgot Johnny Quest was Hanna Barrera. And I then, used to love Johnny Quest. And then Scooby Doo. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna hand you my phone. Um, you're gonna have to continue to scroll down. And here's the first one. First one reboot Scooby Apocalypse. <laughs> Now scroll down a little bit, and you can see what has happened to the characters that you once loved. What is... Scooby has, like, a robotic eye, and Fred looks like he's some out of Starship Troopers. Shaggy's some kind of hipster. (laughs) Velma has full-on gone to, like, dwarf status, yeah. And she has a fucking game controller for some reason with a drone. And then Daphne, I don't know what she has in her hand, but... So are these like comic books, or are they it's like a series that they're re, they're going to try and reestablish these series with? Um, God damn it, Jim Lee! Just stop doing stuff. Retire already. The Future Quest stuff doesn't look bad. I actually like the way that. Well, I mean, works. like if it's but, in this kind of vein, then Giant Quest was always been an action cartoon anyway. So if it's it kind of fits, but with like Scooby Doo, it's weird. Um, They'll scroll a little further down and see a couple of other things. Um, the wacky Raceland stuff, I mean, it's just like, you know, comic book versions of cars. Um, but the Flintstones is just kind of like, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just weird. <laughs> Finding a cure for a world full of mutated creatures infected by a nanite virus that enhances their fears, terrors, and baser instincts. This time, the horrors are real in this apocalyptic near-future badland. Really? Ugh. Future Quest. See, Future Quest looks pretty cool. And they have uh, Space Ghosts. And they have like the caveman-looking guy. I can't remember what his name was. 
See, now that was cool. I, I liked that. See, that doesn't look too bad. That I could get behind. I mean, like, and also, like, Johnny Quest used to have his own comic book anyway back in the day. My mom used to read that shit when she was a kid. So, and, like, just Johnny Quest in general, I've always just kind of, like, I've always actually really wanted, like, a new Johnny Quest cartoon. Like, a really cool, the young Indiana Jones type of fucking adventures or whatever through the jungle. I think that would have been pretty cool, but comic book is just just as good. Um, Wacky Raceland, okay, that's just a rip off of Mad Max. Yeah. That okay. Let's just let's see if there's anything Continue good. Scrolling. Um, a time of hope and innocence with Utopia at the finish line has given way to planetary Armageddon and a, nest, and a desert wasteland full of radioactive lakes, nanotech. What's with the nanotech? Uh, dust storms and cannibalistic mutants and more mutants against this backdrop the wacky racers and their sentient vehicles continue their contest but now the competition is for survival and there can only be one winner when the checkered flag when the checkered flag falls so who's like dastardly I'm assuming dastardly has to be dastardly in this because he's going to have to be a cold some bitch in this in this series um, in this Mad Max in this Mad Max world, world. Let's see, uh, the Flintstones. Okay. It's just kind of weird. I like, I like how Wilma has a bit of a man face going on. Like, she's, like, she looks like she slept face first in a rock. Um, I think that's all they have on there, but... Jesus Christ. Let's see. Let's, okay, let's see. Uh... See, Russell used Bedrock's most popular family to shine a light on humanity's ancient customs and institutions and a funny origin story of human civilization. Fred is still a simple man striving to be the king of this, uh, the king of his castle. Wilma is still the tolerant but not indulging wife, and Barney, with his wife Betty and infant son Bam Bam, is still the original wingsman whose loyalty to Fred often outweighs his own common sense. Okay, that's no, I'm. I don't know. The Scooby, the Scooby Doo one looks ridiculous and sounds ridiculous. Uh, Wacky races sounds like a weird cash grab. Uh, Johnny Quest just looks really cool. Yeah, I think they knocked it out of the park with Johnny Quest. And I, but everything else, I'm just like, I guess you got to break a few eggs, right? Yeah, it's like so. I'm, I, I would be more than willing to go to the comic book store and and grab a couple of giant quest issues. That seems like it would be a really fun read. If they're going to keep to that, if they're going to keep to that aesthetic that that, that it looks and the storyline is kind of plotting out, especially with them meeting Space Ghost, I'm down. Definitely. Down in a heartbeat. Um, I think that'll do it for this week. Yeah. Um, had a lot of news to catch up on, but we got through it. Through and through. So... Um, we'll be back next week with Oscars talk. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can get through that and, um, we'll have two bonus blocks after that. So keep an eye out for those. Yeah. Um, after at the beginning of next month, we will definitely have, um, our Oscars recap. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be going over what did win, what we think should have won, um, and then just talk about the, the ceremony in general and see how everything plays out. All right. So until then, uh, make sure you tune in uh, 
next week for what essentially will be our Oscars pre-show. Yeah. Uh, but until then, we'll see you guys later.